It's so nice to be here on a Sunday morning where we get to celebrate water baptisms. If you can hear my voice and you're not yet in the auditorium, make sure that you uh, make your way in this morning. We're going to continue on with our service just for a little bit longer. Uh, and uh, I get the privilege, actually, of sharing a little thought over uh, our Sunday today, Water Baptism Sunday. And what a great moment to celebrate with Sarah Beth this morning as she went through the baptism waters. Do you know, for me, water baptisms is always a great reminder that I've died. <laughs> Galatians 2.20, Paul writes, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. This basically sums up everything that we've celebrated today. Sarah Beth, along with myself, along with many others in the room, many others watching online or over at the chapel. Hi guys, nice to see you today. Uh, many of us have gone through the water, the waters of baptisms. We have joined Christ spiritually in this crucifixion, burying our old life in the grave of the water and being raised up to new life, uh, the, the life that Christ gives us through the empowering of the Holy Spirit. We've left this old life behind. What do we mean by this old life? Paul refers to the old self in Galatians. What is he talking about? He's not actually talking about years. When he says old, he's not talking about what well, we call them the older generation here. <laughs> or the um, seasoned, I think Pastor Jared called us the other, uh, us, I joined myself in, um, the other week. Uh, but the older, it's, he's not talking about chronological years. He's actually talking about something that's worn out and useless. I don't know about you, that, but that perfectly describes my life before God. <laughs> before I knew him, I didn't have a sense of purpose. I didn't have a sense of meaning. And I was striving so hard to find acceptance and approval in things that never satisfied, things that only ever had a shelf life uh, of, of feeling comforted. And that old life only had one end, and that was in spiritual death. The old life that he's talking about is all the things of self. Everything that's me, myself and I. Self-righteousness, this desire to try and, um, try and be good in our own strength. Self-determination, I am the master of my own destiny, thank you very much. Self-dependency, I'm going to rely on all the resources that I have. Self-preservation, I'm going to look out for number one. Selfishness. Pretty self-explanatory. Self-promotion, being self-seeking, self-willed, self-centered, and self-serving. How many more times can I say self in a sentence? But this is what the old life is referring to, all things of self. That part of us has died. That part of Sarah Beth has just gone literally down the drain. I can't hear it gurgling away, but I know that it is. The boys would have pulled the plug, hopefully, before they got out of the tank. Thank you, Luke. Or, you know, someone's going for a swim later on. Uh, but that old self is being flushed down the drain. And I love when Pastor Brennan shares over baptisms. He talks about his story of uh, the pastor at the time of his baptism. Him and Margaret got baptised together. Uh, and the pastor 
have made them stop and watch the water go down the drain and, and, and said, that is your old life being flushed away, never to return again. It stays in the water. That's what happened to you, to me, to Sarah Beth. And we die to our old selves and no longer live spiritually bound to this kind of life. We enjoy an unreserved freedom to the fullest extent of the power and the nature of sin. We're free from that. Basically, everything that is contradictory to God's heart for us And we are empowered in full measure by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that's gifted to every single one who believes, every single one who has a genuine faith in Jesus. We're gifted the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And now we are able, we're empowered to live this abundant life, dead to sin and alive to Christ. The life that we now live is for Christ and His purposes. No longer I. And I just want to share a few uh, thoughts over this, uh, this main idea this morning. Before we get Sarah Beth up and present her with her certificate, just want to share some thoughts around no longer I. You know, later in uh, his masterpiece, about a decade later in his masterpiece, the letter to the church in Rome, which we know as Romans, The Apostle Paul backs up what he's already said in Galatians. He says in Romans 6, verse 4, We have therefore been buried with him through baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory and power of the Father, we too might walk habitually in newness of life, abandoning our old ways. Our old ways, remember, that were all about self We've now abandoned those. And our new ways that are all about Christ, we've now embraced that. So when I think of no longer I, I think no longer do we rotate our lives around ourselves, but we rotate our lives around God and His purposes and His kingdom. That means that they take priority over our decisions, over our finances, over our time, over our attention, over the things that we're for, over the things that we're against, over the things that we're into, over the things that we're not into. We rotate our lives around God's kingdom. When we say no longer I, we mean no longer are we at the centre of our lives, but God, Christ, is at the very centre of our lives. We used to sing this song years ago uh, called Jesus at the Centre, such a beautiful song. Jesus at the centre of it all, from beginning to the end, it will always be, it's always been you, Jesus. And I love even the song that we were singing this morning, my heart will sing no other name, Jesus. He's at the very core of who we are now when we say no longer I. Also, when we say no longer I, we say no longer are we consumed by our own agenda, but we're consumed by the cause of Christ. And we know here at Civic that the cause of Christ is to reconcile mankind uh, to their loving Heavenly Father and to ease the burden of humanity. This is now what motivates us. This is now what compels us to get up in the morning. This is our purpose. This is the fire that is in our bones. Right, church? No wonder, though, it's called a death. (laughs) Death to myself. Death to, you know, all those ambitions and all those uh, agendas that I have, which can seem hard. 
challenging, and maybe even sometimes unfair. And we don't feel like it all the time. I don't feel like waking up in the morning a lot of the time and saying, well, God, it's, it's not my life today. I want you to call every single shot, every single decision. I don't know about you guys, um, but that, there's a battle there. <laughs> Yet, it's the price of discipleship and obedience that I know I'm willing to pay, and I believe I'm with people who say the same. And it's what I signed up for when I made it public for my own life. And thank goodness that God helps us with that, right? (laughs) Thank goodness for the Holy Spirit. I mean, did you just thank God for the Holy Spirit this morning? If you haven't, just do it under your breath, because seriously, how can we do this life without the Holy Spirit? He's the one that actually helps us and empowers us. I'm like Paul, I live this life by trusting in the Son of God who loves me and gave himself for me. That's it. That's my secret weapon, people. That's how I cope with life. So this morning, as we you know, almost come to a close, the question I want to ask yourself, you guys and me, is how often do we remind ourselves, no longer I? How often do we remember in the day-to-day things of our life, that's right, God, no longer I who live, but you who live in me. Remember, we didn't say just see you later to our old self. We actually said goodbye. There was a full stop there and it, and it went down the drain. I try and make it a habit every morning in some way, at some time before I leave the house to say something along the lines of, God, today is your day, not my day. God, your will, not my will. Help me to die a bit more to myself today so that I can live more for you. And I think that looks different for everybody, but I know that we share the same struggle. I know that we share the common uh, pain of having to deal with this unredeemed soul that isn't interested whatsoever in the things of God. Am I right? (laughs) It's at enmity with God. It's an enemy to God. Doesn't want a bar of it. We're at war within. And this soul won't submit or surrender on its own, but with the resurrected life that now lives in Christ, it lives in us through Christ. Our human spirit is like made alive and it's, and it's able to bring this soul under submission because our human spirit is like supercharged by the Holy Spirit. Now, can I just make it really clear that we don't believe scripturally that you must be water baptism to be sa- water baptized to be saved. You're right. Faith and faith alone is all one needs to be genuinely saved and be able to have an eternal home with Jesus. That's it, right? Faith and faith alone. But we also do know that through water baptism, we give him access all areas, just like Pastor Jared was saying, to all of our lives. And we bury that old self never to be dug up again. And we have this complete reliance and dependence on this life that Christ gives us to be able to live in his incredible life full of grace, mercy, truth, strength, wisdom. And we've just shared three weeks, a great series on wisdom. If you weren't here, make sure that you catch up online. And we should be reminding ourselves daily that we have this opportunity to live in the newness of life, the most fulfilling life that I could ever imagine that I could have ever imagined growing up. And we get to, we have the capacity, the ability to walk habitually in it. 
So what happens when we do stuff up? What happens when maybe I decide I'm going to do my own agenda today? It's not like my old self has found its way up out of the drain or up out of the grave, come and sort me out across the earth and possessed me again. Like that's something straight out of Hollywood people. That doesn't happen. That old self is dead and gone. But our soul can can try and convince us that our new life is at best ineffective or at worst just an outright lie. Nothing really happened when you said yes to Jesus. Nothing really changed when you were water baptised. Can I say with all respect, that's absolute rubbish. (laughs) Absolute rubbish. You are a new creation. You are a new creation. (laughs) The old has gone. The new has come. That's not something that we're working into. That's not something that we're striving for. It's happened. The old has gone. The new has come. And this adjusts how we handle failure, how we handle disappointment, doubt, crisis, challenges. It forms the very framework of how we receive situations, how we respond to them and how we resolve them, all from the new life perspective, not from the old life perspective. No longer I. It's life-changing. And I remember it being life-changing for me. I was water baptised at a youth and young adults camp at the sunny coast uh, at a resort in a resort pool back in 2002. Remember when we used to do those? So sorry, people who have been staying at the hotel. You've been swimming around with my old self for like 20 years now. <laughs> so, soz. <laughs> I've, I've left, but you know, you get to enjoy that. Um, but looking back, I can see that that's where I got really serious for God. I can say, you know, that was the moment where uh, that was definitely a defining moment where I said, there is no other trajectory for my life. There is no other plan for my life. I am all in. This is me now. So when those tough decisions came, which they do, because life with Jesus isn't about rainbows and Skittles, (laughs) but when those tough calls came, they were still tough, but I had a stronger resolve, thanks to the Holy Spirit, to walk in the newness of life. that willingly laid down my selfish desires because no longer I. And can I just say, after 20 years of doing that, um, of living for Christ, the exchange was 100% worth it and it will stay 100% worth it. No longer I. So I want you just to remember this morning as we celebrate water baptism, remember your own baptism moment that we are dead to our old self, that thing is gone, buried forever, and we're now alive in Christ, and we get to live this resurrected, abundant, meaningful life in and through Jesus. Amen. That might look different for you, but I'd love for you just to consider what that might look look like for you this week. You know, maybe you're facing some decisions, maybe you're facing some challenges, Can I remind you, no longer I. God, I want to get your heart on this. God, I want to rotate my life around you. God, I want to put you at the very centre of all these things. God, I want to be consumed by your cause. That's what we say when we say, no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Amen? Amen. What I I pray before I hand over to Pastor Jared. 
Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to gather today uh, and to talk about these incredible uh, thoughts on water baptism and remember these moments. God, it's a milestone moment. And I pray, God, that you help every single one of us, Holy Spirit, with your uh, encouragement and your strength and your comfort to remember no longer I. Help us live more for you and lay ourselves down, God, because your cause is worth it, your heart is for us, and you strengthen us every moment of every day. In Jesus' name, amen.